You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 198. One conversation led to $35,000 in two weeks. This is real life. This happens in this business. Wholesale, anybody that is in real estate, anybody that's thinking about investing, anybody that has that real estate bug, this is it. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Bam! Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wholesaling Inc., the number one real estate wholesaling podcast. And I just wanted to jump in here real quick and give you a reminder, a very important reminder, that our Wholesaling Summit is coming up fast and you absolutely don't want to miss this event. The event is happening on October 15th, 16th, and 17th, and will be hosted in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. But why? Why is it so important that you attend this event? That's a great question, and I'm going to tell you right now. We are going to be sharing the most cutting-edge wholesaling strategies. I'm talking about things that are working right now, so you can immediately implement these things into your business and start making more money the moment you leave the event. Some of the most successful real estate investors in the country will be going deep on everything they're doing in their business right now and will be giving it to you so you can explode your business. Yes, we are not holding anything back here. You'll get to learn from and actually meet and network with some of the biggest names in the industry and pick their brains. How awesome is that? So to get your tickets now, go to www.wholesalinginksummit.com. Again, that is www.wholesalinginksummit.com. And for the first time ever, this event is open to the general public. So it's not just for tribe members this time around, but you need to hurry. There are only a limited amount of seats available and we are almost sold out. So www.wholesalinginksummit.com and we'll see you there. Welcome, everybody, to another podcast episode. This is Brent Daniels, and I am excited, as always, to come on this podcast and just share as much information as possible. I know so many people out there are literally doing deals just from listening to this podcast, so that is phenomenal. I applaud you for taking action every single day. Let me ask you this question. This goes out to everybody listening. Who have you talked to today? You got to ask that question every single day before you go to bed at night. Who did I talk to today? What motivated seller did I talk to today? Did I talk to one? Did I talk to five? Did I talk to 10? Because it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful science that the more homeowners, the more distressed homeowners that you talk to, the more opportunities that you're going to get, the more opportunities you get, the more money you're going to make, the more money you make, the more assets you can buy or debt you can pay off or, or whatever. You could buy toys. You could do whatever you want, but it all comes down to the conversation. That's why we try to boil it down on this podcast to make it so so, so, so simple. I don't care if you've wholesaled 10,000 deals or you haven't done a single deal. The secret is all the same. It's just talking to people. It's just talking to motivated homeowners all the time. Okay. And if you just focus on that, if you take everything else out, 
if you don't worry about what you're saying, if you don't worry about the scripts or the techniques or the skills, if you don't worry about comping properties or finding cash buyers or any of these other things, if you just focus on who did I talk to today, you will win. I'm telling you, everything else will fall in line. You will be so successful. So don't get caught up in this whirlwind of all the things that you have to put together to have a million dollar business right now. Just focus on who did I talk to today? That's it. I encourage you guys all to obviously talk to people. And a phenomenal example of that is, is a guest that I have on the podcast today. He is from Austin, Texas, just outside Austin, Texas. And his name is Philip Viegas. Philip, how are you today? I'm doing great, man. It's a beautiful day here. We have a little bit of clouds, but it's still a great day here. Awesome. So exactly where are you located? So it's in a city that's called Pflugerville. Not a lot of people know it, but it's Austin, Pflugerville, and then Round Rock. So I'm right in the middle uh, between those two cities. Awesome. So uh, tell me about you. Tell me about your background. Like, are you a family man? Do you have, like, what responsibilities do you have? What has led you into this path that is wholesaling real estate? So, yeah, I've been in the insurance industry since 99. Been doing that for forever. My mom's in insurance. My wife is now in insurance. I'm married. I've got a four-year-old as of next week. We're having his birthday actually in a couple days here. But uh, yeah, I've been in insurance for the longest time. Uh, came across a podcast at the end of last year, I think mm-hmm. like uh, Thanksgiving time. And uh, that's how I found out about some uh, wholesaling. So what made you curious about it? I mean, to find a podcast, I mean, one does not just stumble onto a podcast. What were you looking for? What was missing? What, what, what did you feel you wanted to get out of the podcast? Or what did you feel was kind of missing from your career or your industry? So I honestly can't say why I started looking at podcasts or how I ran across this. I was, I think I was looking for books and things like that to, to read or you know listen to. And I was on my iPhone looking at podcasts. There was a podcast about like I'm um, wholesaling. Uh, this guy was talking about how he made this much money on it. He's got all this freedom now. Talked about how like easy it was, and I was like, well, you know, I want to have some freedom. I want to make money. I want to help people, and that's what I've been doing. You know, ever since I've been doing like the insurance um, lifestyle. So it was just about the money and just and just the freedom that you have when it comes with the wholesaling and helping people and helping people. That's what I've always always done whatever i've done it's always been helping somebody and yeah insurance has been that since like i said 99 constantly helping people so when did you start the conversations with homers when did you start getting into changing you know the hat that you wear that is insurance to the hat that you wear that is wholesaling when did that happen so the end of last year when i heard that podcast it was another guy i bought the program it was just a small program where you looked at videos. Uh, he kind of taught you what it was, basically. I put a bandit sign out and um, had a couple calls from that. Actually, was driving around the neighborhoods after posting like the bandit signs and saw this for sale by owner sign. I met up with that guy. He wanted retail. Wasn't really wanting to you know, sell it low is what I thought wholesaling was You know, when I first got into it. And um, yeah, so that's, I mean... That was the first thing that I did. And then I just didn't really do anything after that until I ran across you guys and your whole podcast. I've been watching y'all's uh, podcast for a while, I guess, since like the end of last year. And I heard about you. Uh, you started your whole like I'm a TTP, but it was about wholesalers that had been involved 
um, a little bit more. And then, um, yeah, so July of uh, this year is when I uh, joined the program and really started talking to people. Yeah, I love it. So for anybody out there that is on the podcast listening to this, and maybe they're in insurance or something similar, maybe a real estate agent, maybe a mortgage broker, maybe something like that. Was there any issues when you were transitioning into this role? I mean, it's, it seems like you had always been in the people helping business, that you were always you know, in a professional setting. Was it difficult to transition from insurance to talking to people about an offer on their property? Only because I didn't know a lot about, of course, escrow, title companies, the contract, stuff like that. That was the only difficult part because uh, you're not sure about all that stuff. But talking to people is, is just the easy part for me. Yeah, just kidding. I mean, if I can get in front of somebody, it just comes natural. But, of course, with the whole title, the contract, make sure I have that all correct. That was probably the only part that really um, uh, slowed me down when I was trying to do it on my own. Got it. And it does slow you down. It slows a lot of people down. That's what I was talking about at the beginning of this message is that you get so bogged down with all of the other details when it comes to putting a deal together that you almost get scared, right? You almost get fearful that you're going to look stupid or you're not going to know what's going on or, you know, you're going to screw something up or there's going to be these huge consequences. When in fact, you know, if you're being open and honest with people and, and you literally tell them that you're new at it and that this is something that you've just started or that you've had a passion for for a long time and you've, you've got a coach that's helping or whatever else, people are very, very, very cool. I mean, for the most part, you know, if they have a problem with it, then they're probably going to be the worst transactions anyway. If, if they don't just drag you along with, I want to think about it, or they drag you along with, you know, call me back in a few months or, you know, any of that. So, I mean, it really gets a lot of those people that are going to be unfun to work with out of the way, you know, just taking that action and picking up the phone and talking to people like you were saying, I mean, it's just, that is the point. That is the whole point of it. You know, understanding the escrow and the earnest money and contracts and buyers and everything like that is absolutely important, but it comes second to having those conversations. And so you started having those conversations, right? You started picking up the phone, you joined the TTP program, of course, and you started picking up the phone. How hard was that when you started? So picking up the phone wasn't too hard, I would say. I'm not great at doing like the cold calling side of things, but once I start talking, it's not a problem. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just followed your steps. I started, like I said, July 26th, July 29th, followed the steps, said what you said to do, went through the uh, program, like you said, as soon as it was over, as soon as the modules were over, I picked up the phone the very next day pulled those lists and just, and just started calling. Yeah. So who do you, who do you call? Who did you call? So my first list was the driving for dollars. So because I meet with clients, sometimes my entrance agency or I have to go to dealerships and pay them like a referral fee or things like that. I was always driving neighborhoods trying to find the ugliest houses or the houses that needed some, some work. And that was my first list. It was about 54 names that I, that I pulled initially. Love it. And then you skip trace their phone number. You got their phone number. And did you hand dial it? Did you use a dialer? What did you do to call those 54 people? I'd use the mojo dialer. I use a single line mojo dialer. If I didn't get a hold of them or I got the voicemail, I left a, um, a specific message for them for that property. So they would call me back. But yes, I did the skip tracing, called them just one line at a time. Got it. And how did it go? I mean, did people talk to you? Did people call you back? <laughs> I actually got about four or five people on the phone from my initial um, session 
of that. Uh, one guy had like three or four properties that he had, but uh, he thought it was funny that I was calling him about them. He wanted me to talk to him about the 1031 exchange, and I didn't know anything about that. But uh, he just thought it was funny that I was calling him, you know, to buy his house. And I didn't get anybody that was really, you know, mad at me or anything. They were just talking to me, and I just had a conversation with them. Love it. And when you left specific voicemails, were you getting called back too? I mean, you mentioned that you had got a hold of some people. Did anybody call you back? I didn't have anybody call me back from that. Actually, except for the deal that I that I did close. And <laughs> I sent her oh, a... Oh, except for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I sent her a mailer and I also called her, but I found out she had like two different phone numbers. And I don't know if the one that I had was an old one or like a new one, but uh, yeah, I sent her a mailer and I called her. Got it. So let's talk about that. Let's say, is this the first deal that you ever did? First deal ever. Okay. Uh, so break it down for us. Let everybody, everybody wants best, to know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, I had the list of like the 54 names. I was, you know, driving for this address. I skipped traced the phone number. I called and I left her a voicemail about the house. This was a house when I drove by, like the gutter was like falling off the house. I kind of looked like not really in the window, but I looked like in the front yard and kind of you know, looked inside the house and you could see that it was vacant. So I called her. It looked like a good lead. It was in a good area. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and just send her a AMA mailer also. This was probably on like a Thursday or like a Friday. I got a call from her the very next week, like Monday or like Tuesday. She called me. She's like, oh, Philip, thank you so much for I'm reaching out to me. I need to get rid of the house. You know, I bought it like two years ago. It's been sitting there. I've been trying to fix it up myself. And I live in a, in a, in a completely different um, uh, city. Mm-hmm. So she ran out of money to fix it. So she needed to sell it quick. I said, okay, yeah, I can definitely help you out with that. I asked her the price. Or she wanted to get like 130000 for it, which was actually a little bit lower than I was going to um, probably offer her for the house. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was... I talked to her on like a Tuesday. I told her that I'd sent her the contract that night, sent the contract. It was a little bit scary because I've got the, I'm a DocuSign where you can see if they've actually looked at it or yep. if they opened it. Yep. She never opened it mm-hmm. like the next day. So I called her. She didn't pick up. She didn't return my phone calls on that next day. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> heart starts man. pumping. I gave yep. her what she wanted. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I gave you what you wanted. Why are you not signing it? And what's going on? So I called her the next day, which was a Thursday, like in the morning. I guess her router had like gone out. Mm-hmm. So she didn't get it. She didn't see it. So she opened it up, signed it immediately. I had it on like Thursday afternoon. Friday, I went to the title company that one of the other um, uh, members in our, in our group actually told me about. Uh, met with them with like the contract. What, again, I'm not sure about the contracts, but I had one that, that I thought worked. Took it to the title person, was like waiting for her to tell me, well, this isn't going to work. But she was like, okay, this is great. Do you have the earnest money? I put down like $100 earnest money. Yep. Wrote a check for it. And then I sat there and had to wait, I guess, for the title to clear before I wanted to, you know, find a buyer for it. But I did have a buyer lined up because just like the program says, talk to people. So I had been telling people what I do, you know, I find these properties. So I had a, I'm a family friend of mine that wanted to buy a house to, uh, um, uh, flip. So she was already lined up. I told her that I would get her a contract and, and a price once I knew that the title was actually cleared. Yep. Uh, got the title clearance the next week. So I delivered on Friday, title cleared on Tuesday or Wednesday of that next week and presented the 
contract to the buyer. She signed it, sent it over to title, and we closed in less than two weeks on this entire transaction. <laughs> From start to finish. Start to finish. Talked to her on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then two weeks later on a Thursday, closed. It's that fast. I'm telling you, this is hitting the lottery, right? It's like a cash machine. I mean, you cannot, it was. I mean, just incredible. And, and a couple of things that I want to point out in, in what you just said. Number one, when they tell you the price they want, those are always going to be the biggest, best deals. Now, of course, people are going to tell you prices that are way above the, anything that you can ever offer them. But when they tell you the price first, when you get that price out of them first, I mean, there is magic that happens there that some people just want a certain price and that makes them completely happy and boom, they're done. Like you said, you would have probably offered more if push came to shove, but she was the one that said it first. Beautiful. I love that. The second thing that I took out of that is, you know, when you talked about TTP being, you know, I'm talking to everybody about what I do. That is the mantra. That is the philosophy. It's not just about cold calling guys. It is a whole overall philosophy in this business that you're talking to people all the time about what you do because you're not trying to be this, you know, like undercover investor or whatever. You are out there and you're explaining to people that you can provide value and service to the marketplace and the community, which is huge. So I applaud you. So let's get to the juicy part of this. How much did you make on your very first deal in wholesaling? So I did a double closing. I got the house under contract for 130000 I had the contract for my buyer at 167000 so because I'm a double closing, I had to pay some of the closing costs. Yep. So it came out to just over $35,000. Oh boy, you know what time it is. $35,000 on your first deal in two weeks start to finish, dude. I mean, people yeah. people listening to this, li- listen, this is real life. Philip is not a paid actor here, okay? This is real life. He literally <laughs> went out there and he took action and he t- one phone call, one phone call, and we'll put an asterisk. It might have been his mailer. We'll see. <laughs> but one <laughs> conversation led to $35,000 in two weeks. This is real life. This happens in this business. Wholesale, anybody that is in real estate, anybody that's thinking about investing, anybody that has that real estate bug, this is it. Wholesaling is the best way to make those huge amount of money in a short amount of time and provide an incredible service. So let me ask you this. What did your buyer do with the property after they closed? Do you know? I mean, I know this is what, a month ago, a month and a half? We closed on the 6th, so it's only been about six days. She's going to put some money into it to uh, fix it up, and then she's going to sell it here in like a month or two. Like, I don't think it needs like two much work it was already like the floors were already taken up there was already some paint done to it it just needs flooring some windows a new roof some paint so yeah yeah they're gonna fix it up and just sell it so what do you think they'll sell for they should get about 240 to 250,000 for it that's right. what i'm saying i think i was gonna probably give that lady a little bit more but she had that price and you know for the 130,000 awesome and here's the thing by the way her motivation to sell this property was she no longer lived in the area, right? Was this property vacant? Yeah, it was vacant from like the time that she bought it. Like right. she lived in a completely different city. It was going to fix it up to sell, you know, to, to um, live in it. But she ran out of money. She didn't live nearby. Right. So she's got a vacant property. You're able to take that responsibility, that burden off her hands. 
you make 35,000 in the process and then your cash buyer, the flipper is going to make whatever on the back end after the fix up. I mean, this is just everybody wins in these scenarios. It's absolutely phenomenal. I just love it. I mean, everybody is happier for you because you are the catalyst for this. That lady could have sat on it for a long time. It could have been a huge burden for it or worse. She could have put terrible tenants in it that made it even that beat up the property even more and your cash buyer that their livelihood, their job, their, their business, their, maybe it's even a side business. The way that they make money and income and provide value in, in the community is by fixing up and making houses beautiful and selling them. They wouldn't have that opportunity if it wasn't for you using your voice, your talents, your abilities to pick up the phone, have a conversation with a stranger and solve their problem. You the man. You the man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brent. It's all because of you though. No. Well, it's certainly not. You do yeah. all the hard work, but here's the deal. So I like asking this question. If you had a superpower, what's your superpower? Like, what is your superpower? What makes you, you know, what's the big thing that you do really, really well? Persistence, I think, is probably my superpower. There's something I'm good at or something I can help somebody. Or if I can help somebody out, I'm going to try to find a way to, to do that. I love it. I think it's just going to be persistent. I love it. And where do you go from here? So, like I said, I own an insurance agency. That does take a lot of my time right this moment. So I'm doing the wholesaling um, uh, part-time. But I want to get into this full-time because selling $35,000 worth of insurance products in one month is a lot of work Mm -hmm. and a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit easier. So um, I think I'm going to start trying to move out of the insurance maybe a little bit. Got it. I love it. So you're you're doing this as a side hustle. Hey, listen, he's making cold calls as a side hustle on top of his owning an insurance business. I mean, how phenomenal is that? That is just huge. I mean, there's just no excuse not to pick up the phone. You can find the time. Remember, there is no time management issues. It's just priority management issues. If this is a priority, you will make it happen just like Philip. Fantastic. So give us a book. Give us a book that you would suggest everybody reads because I think the reading is literally, literally, literally like sitting down with a mentor for hours and hours and hours and it costs you $20, whatever it is. So give us a book that you would suggest. There's a lot of books. I think The Secret was one that really spoke to me because it does talk about whatever happens out here is because of what's in here. And I think that's what I think people need to get started with anything. As long as you believe what's in here, then you can make things happen outside. Take an action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love it. And if people are in your market or around you, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Philip Villegas. Reach out to me there. Yeah, I'll be, I'd be happy to talk to you. Spell it for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Philip with um, a two L's and then um, a Villegas, V-I-L-L-E-G-A-S. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Definitely reach out. If you are in and around Austin, definitely reach out to meet up and or if you are in the insurance business and you're, you're wanting to get into this, reach out. I mean, it's just a, this community of people through this podcast, through Wholesaling Inc., through the TTP program is literally the best group of people that I know in the real estate investing world. It really is. So really take advantage of it because you're not an island out there by yourself just you know trying to figure things out. You've got a huge community behind you. So definitely 
definitely, definitely, definitely reach out. And with that, that dovetails into a face-to-face with all of these wild, crazy, energetic, positive people at in Asheville, North Carolina, October 15th through the 17th. Guys, sign up now. Just Get to it now at WholesalingSummit2018.com. Get your ticket. Get in there. You're going to meet the most incredible people in the industry. I guarantee it. And uh, just like Philip said, if you're looking for a step-by-step proven system that is going to get you to your first deal or going to, to add so many more deals to your business and really cut your marketing budget down, really, really. By the way, what did it cost you, Philip, to, to get that deal? What was your marketing budget with, with skip tracing those leads and with the dialer? $288.36. Less, less than $300 turns into $35,000 with a phone conversation, with picking up the phone and doing it. So I'm telling you guys, if you are interested in this, if you are proactive, if you are tired of spending tons of money in marketing or you don't have money to spend on marketing, you got to join the TTP program. Sign up for a call with my team. They are the best at wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. It's very easy. Just register. We'll get on a call 30 minutes. It'll be the best call of your year. Could be your life. Who knows? And also, if you are looking for this video or similar videos like this podcast, check me out on Brent Daniels Real Estate Coach on YouTube. So check that out. So, Philip, you the man. Thank you so much for being on here and sharing what somebody can do part-time with just a minimal budget but with a really big heart and really big actions, and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you. All right, guys. Until the next episode, it is Brent Daniels, and I'm encouraging everybody to talk to people. Talk to you next time. Love you. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.